Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast. I am a very croaky <laughs> Jess this week. And I'm Sasha, and I think the voice is sexy, to be honest. To be fair, I am going for the Phoebe from Friends with the cold style. <laughs> to be honest, it's, it has improved because Matt said to me on Monday when it was really bad, you sound like an eight-year-old boy, I don't want to talk to you. I was like... No, I think it's so hot. It's, it, it's eased off. It's got better. Um, that's from the football right from shouting football yeah and uh as anyone who listens to the podcast now knows that when I was at uni I didn't really look after myself very well and I used to just lose my voice all the time because of like going out shouting like at festivals nights out and then um, it just now whenever it gets slightly tested I say slightly I was definitely shouting loads on Sunday um it just goes you know very what? quick I wish my voice went like that I wish my voice was like that permanently because it's been only been like it a few times. I'm not, for some reason I don't get a croaky voice, but when it is, I'm like, oh, this is so great. Yeah, but you, I bet you don't want the feeling of razor blades in your throat in the morning. No. That's not nice. <laughs> I don't think I'd like that part of it, but I think the um, the horse thing—that's what it is, isn't it? Horse thing. Yes, to all the listeners, I've done like five COVID tests just before you come at me. I promise you, I'm okay, hun. <laughs> I'm COVID free. I'm COVID free. So today, guys, we're going to talk a bit. Um, it's a huge topic. I was just saying to Jess before we started this, it could be a, a four-hour Joe Rogan vibe um, because it's probably an umbrella um, for everything to do with health and fitness because obviously we all know it starts in the brain. And um, so mindset is going to be the topic of, of conversation today. Um, the conversation will likely just flow. Um, we've got a few topics that we want to cover, but uh, this probably will be a part two as well. Um, I think just this conversation will kind of um, open up a lot of uh, areas for conversation. So we'll kind of just go for it today and then um, see where it goes for maybe a part uh, a part two. Um, but Jess is going to fire us off with a little bit about um, Uh, self-fulfilling prophecies and identity when it comes to motivation and mindset so go for it Jess sweet yeah I I think this one is I find this fascinating because it's like it's mad that we're all the same but we're all so different when it comes to our approach to anything in life but especially health and fitness Um, and mindset something that I talk about with my clients quite a lot because I think as women as well like I only work with female clients but as women we almost have gained these like sayings from perhaps people in the workplace perhaps from like our parents perhaps from just like the outside world of oh I just I'm not very good with my fitness because I'm just like all or nothing I'm all in or I'm just like the other end of the scale or I'm just not consistent enough or for example like I um like I'm, I'm just I don't know, there's so many different versions that I hear when I first speak to people. I'm not motivated enough is another one as well, which comes up a lot. Um, and I think when it comes to like identity, that's a great place to start because for me, who you think you are is really important. So for example, like instead of thinking about the person that you are now and the person that you would like to be, maybe like start thinking, okay, like who, how can those two like, people meet in the middle how can how can I become that person I want to be so if you're already telling yourself I am the person who hates running I would never do that I would never be seeing getting up out of bed at six o'clock in the morning to go to the gym you're already telling yourself a story that self-fulfilling prophecy you're going to live up to it but 
if you want to be the person who goes to the gym, if you want to be the person who looks a certain way, who feels a certain way, you are going to have to start doing the doing the do. And I think this is like where, although I'm not officially sponsored by Nike, the just do it quote comes in handy, which is like, <laughs> I wish I was, um, which is just like actually getting out there and doing it. So if you're telling yourself I'm not a runner, but could you put your trainers on and go for a one minute jog around the block? Yeah, I could do that. Could you do five minutes the week after? Yeah, I could do that. And instead you're already kind of building yourself up. Like I ran a marathon. No way in the first like couple of runs did I think I was going to be able to run 26.2 miles. Um, but at the same time, it's like, until I started actually building up my miles and getting time on my feet, I was never going to start to believe it. So my advice would be around identity is like having to think about who you want to become and how you can get there, what you need to start doing and actioning to, to get the ball rolling. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think the identity thing is a huge thing. Like when some people say like, oh yeah, you know, I, I wasn't really sporty when I was growing up and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> you're literally, I was going to say looking, but you're literally listening to the least sporty person. <laughs> like, Mm -hmm. I hated PE I used to pretend I was on my period all the time so I didn't have to do it um I never we had swimming at school and I never did it I was like there's no there's no way I'm going swimming with all these people um bleep test nope running nope I did a bit of netball and and whatever but that was maybe as I was a little bit younger but if you'd have told me if you'd have told my 13 year old self that I'd be in, you know, the sport and fitness industry. I would have literally just found it hilarious. Um, hated anything to do with that. Um, I wasn't interested in sports like, you know, football or anything like that. I just didn't, it didn't even cross my mind. Um, and it only took me starting to train a little bit to actually understand that this could be something that's super interesting. This could be something that I love to do. So it could be the same as like as for the people listening it's like you might you might really find something here you know and you might be like oh no I'm not I'm not a fitness person oh I hate the gym I hate running I hate this I hate that and it's like okay but have you done it mm -hmm. okay but have you tried yeah. okay but have you gone enough to actually get any kind of result from anything uh and then you know what a lot of people in fact I'd, I'd even say the majority um start going and start seeing the results they want to see and start noticing difference in the way they feel and they're like oh my god yeah I love this and it's like you just gotta try you know exactly I yeah should. I think I put a quote on my story yesterday from a book that I'm reading at the minute which is very apt for today which is uh, mindset by Carol Dweck and and she basically put in like one of her summarized um summaries on the end of the chapter which was like uh uh, it's tempting to create a world in which we're perfect um, we can choose partners make friends hire people who make us feel faultless but think about it do you never want to grow next time you're tempted to surround yourself with wor worshippers go to church in the rest of your life seek constructive criticism and I think as well like people don't lean into the discomfort because they're afraid of being bad at something but actually that's where you're going to get the biggest wins and the biggest growth so if you suck at the gym right now or you suck at lifting or running great good that's amazing because look at all the room you've got to grow from there yeah no exactly like there's nothing bad with sucking like god i, I god i suck so many things 
I'm not one of those people that, you know, you'd meet those people that just have that natural kind of ability to just be good at anything and you can throw something <laughs> and I'll just do it. Um, I've got a few clients like that and they just amaze me and I'm like, oh my goodness. And I'm careful with my language around them because I don't want to be like, oh my God, you're so lucky because I don't want them to think that I'm like uh, uh, saying bad things about myself. But you do get those people that you just throw things at and they're just really good. But I'm honest, I'm honestly not one of those people like we were talking about running, like I sucked so hard at running. <laughs> um, and it, and I, that's why I never did it because it always um, messed with my recovery. I felt awful doing it. I literally felt like I was dragging myself on a run. Um, and when I lived in London, I used to, there. it was a, a mile to the Sweaty Betty shop and then a mile back. So I used to do it in the morning sometimes before work. And I remember hating every second of it. And um I just assume that women are listening to this, so I just feel like I can say it. But like, I have quite big boobs, <laughs> and and um, when I used to run, I used to be like, "Oh my god, my boobs! Like, what? How am I going to find a sports bra to control these?" And 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 then it was the shoes and the, the clothes I was wearing. And I just, I just, you know what? I hated it. But now, I run all the time. Yeah. You, know? you learn quick, don't you? Right? Like, you learn what works and what doesn't work. Can comment on the boob situation not not well endowed over here so we're absolutely fine but (laughs) but I know I know what you mean it is it's like I remember like even when I first started doing some of the like my longer runs it was like right I quickly learned that I can't run leggings like I have to run in shorts because they're just like it's annoying because you're even if the best then the best ones in the world they still move so like little things like that or I worked out like what playlist I like to listen to. I couldn't listen to things that were too fast because it would affect my pace or all that type of stuff. But yeah, mindset is, is such a big one because um, it, it's the story you tell yourself. Like, and, and like Sash says about hers being like she wasn't sporty at school. I was always sporty at school, but then I had a bit of a time off. It doesn't mean like I just went, oh God, this is the new person who I am now. This is my identity. I'm not, I can't ever go back or change who I want to be because I think that's half the fun that like, we are ever evolving and and I think sometimes you know when people say um like if anyone ever says to you like you've changed take it as a compliment because actually that's a great thing that you're like actually growing and changing yeah no exactly no definitely and also like there's not many sporty people you know the the average person that we work with that gets into fitness you know I don't randomly start chatting to like loads of 25 year old like ex-athletes and you know and it's like you have to remember that the majority of us aren't sporty the majority of us aren't gym goers the majority of us don't run the majority of us definitely don't lift weights and it's like if you're relying on um the identity you've created for yourself when it comes to sport and fitness then it's literally a losing battle because we're all in like you're all very similar in that we want to we want to make a change we want to feel good we want to look good let's be honest and we want, you know, we want to make that difference, but you can't just say I'm not a fitness person because I don't know many people who are. And then yeah. there's going to be a small handful of people that actually do it when in our opinion, we should all be doing it in our own specific way. So just saying, oh, I'm not a gym person. It's just, you can't, it, it, it doesn't count. I don't, I'm not counting yeah. it as a thing. <laughs> and if anyone yeah. says that, I'll be like, what? So everyone who goes to the gym now just, 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 came out as a, as a fitness gym person no it, it, <laughs> it takes awareness it takes the willingness to change and it takes get you know just get stuck in yeah did you see that 
there's that lady in there on Instagram who I think her daughter is like a famous Instagram fitness influencer, but she's called Train with Joan. She's like that eight year old woman who started training really late in her life. And she is a machine now, like honestly, but she started training in like, I don't know, maybe the late seventies. And now she looks like she's got so much muscle definition. Like she's lifting, she's moving effectively. She's lost like quite a lot of weight, which was one of her goals because she was like conscious of her health. So yeah, if you find her on Instagram, like that's just proof, like proof in the pudding that like you can change at any time if you want to around your mindset, around fitness. Um, and I think it comes down to like values as well. So like what actually matters to you? So when you're telling yourself this story or, or of who you want to be or the person that you are at the moment, it's like, what is important to you? If you sit down and you go, okay, right now, things that are important to me on my list are my friends, my family, my career and my health. Then how are you incorporating them each day so that they line up with each other? So for example, making fitness a family thing, Every single Sunday, we all go out for a really long walk together as a family. Okay, cool. Two of your values have matched up there. Or your career is really important to you, but you also have your health is important. Okay, like Sasha's client, she walks an hour to work every single day. She's making sure that the two line up all the time. Because yes, we have only got a bit of head, like a certain amount of headspace to think of stuff in the day, but you can match these things up. It's like, you know, that game that you play where you put all the cards on the table and you have to like snap them to the match. Oh, snap. (laughs) Oh yeah, that game. Snapping together. Um like that that yeah, I don't know why that took so much long to get out. But yeah, like matching them up. And I think that's like, like how I like to view it is like, okay, cool. So I'm really busy today. I could walk there or I could do this or I could do that, like marry them up really well. No, hundred percent. It's like a lot of people and this isn't a dig on anyone at all, like it never is. Um, but a lot of people say that health is one of their main values um or priorities or my own health or my family's health or blah, blah um but then when you uh when I consult with someone and I ask what their priorities are and they might say oh um, my health my fitness is like number three or something mm-hmm. and I go over like okay give me a typical day and they're like oh a day of what uh, literally a day and I say oh, I get up and I'm like I want specific and then you look at their day and then you might say okay now give me a weekend and there's nothing in that that those days that's anything to do with health and fitness in fact if anything it's kind of working against everything yeah. to do with health and fitness and then there's what the there's where conversation can be really handy because you know it's not it's not judgmental it's not like well you're doing the opposite of whatever you said but it's like a lot of people don't know and it's not that their mindset it's not that they don't have a, a good mindset about it it's that they just don't see that everything they're doing is literally going against one of what they say is their top priorities you know and that's like a education piece it's like okay so you can you see that your um, bedtime is really different every day and you're waking up um so late for work that you have to get a taxi or you're um not moving at all in the day or you're uh, having dessert every night or something like that and it's like if health is your one of your top priorities and behavior is dictated by priorities so you can see how it doesn't match up and that Mm -hmm. for me is always a conversation that is kind of like a an alarm bell in people's head and then I just let them speak and sometimes they're like you're right (laughs) yeah Yeah. you're right and then like um okay so what do I do now (laughs) I'm just like 
they, the number one is the fact that you've realized it, you know? Yeah, I think and it, it's just because people don't give it the time and energy to actually think about, okay, what am I saying? What I'm saying and what I'm doing are two different things. So it it's, it, it's understanding as well, like you've said there about priorities and it's, it's about making sure that you're finding that balance and balance is like the buzzword, isn't it? It's like everyone just wants to find that sweet spot, that balance. Whereas for me, it's, I always try to think of it as, and you could put as many on this as you want, but say, for example, like the one, the one I use with clients a lot is if you imagine a pyramid and at each end of that uh, pyramid, there is a, a relevant area of your priorities in your life. So for example, top of the pyramid might be your career, uh, bottom right might be your health and the bottom left might be your family and your relationships mm -hmm. rather than thinking like only other like one is always at the top all or nothing you don't go well when my family is at the top I just don't go to work <laughs> no you still go to work so thinking of that pyramid is like ever moving if it moves round, then your health might be at the top one week because actually your job's really quiet and actually home life's really chill but there might be times where everything goes up in the air at home but you shouldn't then just go oh I forget about health I forget about my job instead you go okay well those things just need to trickle along in the background like we said maybe in one of the first podcasts like it should be that constant that's always there and then I think this gets it in your head that it's not like an all or nothing attitude it's like health should always be the the one thing and like all the other different areas of your life your priority list that are just there flowing ticking along like and rather than feeling like you're picking it up and dropping it off all the time no, for sure. But I think that the issue with that is that it's so common and it's like sometimes I try, I mean, I fail to be honest and I, and I get try and get to the bottom of it and I just can't do it. And I think sometimes it stems from like personalities, like um, addictive personalities, for example, like um, I'm very lucky. I don't have an addictive personality. Um, I actually used to smoke when I was like 16 and I know how grim. Um, yeah, but then one day I was like, this is expensive and a little bit gross and I don't really want to smoke when I'm older. So I'm going to stop. And then I did kind of did and I'd never, and I wasn't, oh, I need to cut down. It was like, no, you know, I'm not going to smoke anymore. Um, and I can have two drinks and not want to get drunk. And I can, I'm, I can have, a cookie out of a bag and not eat the rest it's like is that does that come from my non-addictive personality because I know some people who well I'm not gonna have a beer because otherwise I, it, it will um what's the what's the um phrase they use I can't remember they just say oh yeah but then I'll, I'll, I'll get drunk then or I'm not gonna have one chocolate because I'll eat the whole box or I'm not gonna um if I skip the gym tomorrow then I won't go for the rest of the week or if I don't get enough steps and it will it, you know it's written up and it's like I don't know how to get to the bottom of that mm. and I've tried <laughs> but I think that like you said all or nothing it's so common it's so common oh my goodness um but I'm going to probably continue to try to get to the bottom of that for, for a very long time because it 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 makes no sense there's so many funny things around it like I think it's Dr um Nadolsky says like if you slash if one of your tires gets slashed you don't just yeah slash the other three yeah you know, yeah or you know or you know I, I think of it as you know like if you smash the plate in your kitchen and then you're like screw it and just smash all the plates <laughs> like, you're, like you're a greek wedding like no. and you can see how dumb you can see how dumb that is you wouldn't do that no one would 
Yeah. You don't spill uh, red wine on your clothes and just fucking get the bottle and start just pouring <laughs> everywhere. Just, like you're a WWE wrestler, like yeah, pouring yeah. water all over your Exactly. And it's like, why, why do we do this? And everyone listening, like, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening do this. And I'd love to, like, that'd be such a good idea for a focus group. I want, I want all the all or nothing people in a room and then, like, a few... Yeah not all or nothing people just but it, <laughs> I think as well like a lot of those people then go into the mindset they fall into that category of oh I always just self-sabotage myself and I'm like mm, I'm refusing to believe that to be fair because like I feel like again you are setting yourself up for a self-fulfilling prophecy because you're telling yourself that narrative rather than going for example you end up sitting on the sofa you have half a pack of biscuits not ideal because in the end at the end of the day you may be trying to diet at the moment and it's not perfect but rather than going oh god I've eaten half a packet of biscuits like fuck it instead thinking oh half a packet of biscuits that's better than a full packet that I used to eat (laughs) flip on its head like totally like your mindset is is so powerful and I think the art of like reframing a situation is so so like important and without being like, oh, positive mental attitude and a bit like cheesy. It is, it's like, how can you look at this from a different angle? How can you look at this from a, a positive? And I felt like I did this a lot in the last 18 months with COVID. Like I was like, okay, cool. So I'm getting t- chance to work on my business, getting good sleep. I'm actually getting in better routines. I'm spending loads of time with Matt. Like all those things were some of the positives. Yeah, there was a lot of crap going on in the world, but I tried to make sure that I was thinking about the things that, were benefiting me rather than getting downbeat of the things that weren't yeah yeah for sure I think that is that's a skill in itself um I was the same I'd have wobbles obviously uh, as a fitness as a self-employed fitness professional you kind of <laughs> it's only natural that wobbles were had um but you I because we give this advice to people all day and it's our job I feel like um if, if I don't wear it I shouldn't share it and if I'm telling clients to try and see positives and try and work on what they can control and blah blah, blah and then I'm not doing it I'm just like what am I doing so obviously like uh, during lockdown like sleep was a huge thing god I was sleep I was sleeping so good <laughs> it was winter and it was cold and it was like dark all the time and it was just so easy to like go to sleep and then I would never set an alarm but I'd always wake up on time naturally um so it is a, like you said with the mindset. So it's like, what can you control? Okay, you ate half a pack of biscuits. Not ideal. Um, you didn't eat the whole bag. <laughs> it is, it's just like, oh, like rather than being like, oh, oh, I've had two glasses of wine now. Like, oh, what the hell? I'm just gonna have a full bottle. Okay, no, but you had two glasses. That's actually really good because that's an improvement. It's not a all or nothing. It's like oh, I've had some, and that's okay because I still I'm in control and like. I think I always try to remind people, and I know it's not as as as, as simple as this, and um, the support of nutritionists and dietitians when it comes to um, behaviours around food and drink are really important. If you feel like you're on that teetering point of it being unhealthy, um, but I always think like we have more control than we give ourselves credit for, um, and I think half the time just being present and being mindful about what you're doing rather than rushing and eating your breakfast on the go eating your lunch at your desk without thinking about it and you're not giving your chance your brain chance to like process that you've actually just eaten a meal or um 
getting in from work and thinking I'm hungry and rather than just thinking oh actually tea's in half an hour just quickly grabbing something out the cupboard because you've just not you're just constantly on like this like conveyor belt of movement and 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 I think it's just trying to take pause and one of my bits of advice that I take for myself is okay how can I respond rather than react yeah no for sure no I like that um but like like we said I think the hard thing about the respond and react and the the you know that like you said constant on the go is that sometimes people are so like um uh wake up kids work um having our breakfast uh, I've got a meet up I've got a meeting at nine I've got a prep okay and then meeting was two hours long oh my god I'm starving now I'm just gonna have something from the vending machine okay uh, another meeting oh my god it's half two I've not had lunch um can you get them to grab me this from here and then uh working 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 oh my god it's 6 p.m I haven't left for work yet I'm gonna work oh my god there's traffic I'm stressed uh, I've got yeah. home um, and my kids are screaming and uh I haven't had time to go to the supermarket there's nothing in the fridge so I'm gonna order this and, blah, and before you know it you've had an entire day of like just fight or flight yeah and it's like and and I empathize with those people because it's so oh my god I understand how common it is and I really I really do empathize um but I I say to people like when people when people are saying that to me it's like yeah but I'm like this I'm doing this and then I've got this and I've got this and I've got this and I'm like right okay so this is how it is are we accepting it is it you want to live like this no but I don't have a choice it's like mm, okay um so you, so you are going to live with it then. Okay. So tough shit. You know, if, if, yeah. if, if, if this is what your life is like, but you cannot change it and you won't change it. What are we doing? Why are we having this conversation? Yeah. You no, know, I did the same when I was doing PT and I was working all morning, going home to sleep in the day. because I was exhausted from being up and then going back to work and doing evening sessions, getting home, being exhausted, not having any time to do programming or train myself or look after myself in any way and I had to literally just be like Sasha what are you doing yeah. like you've yeah. left a corporate job to do something you love and you're you're gonna resent it if you carry on like this and it's like yeah but PT is morning and evening that's what you got to do and it's like well everyone else is doing it I personally wasn't happy doing it um so I stopped doing the evenings Mm -hmm. huge pay cut of course but I just said to my clients look I am not my best self in the evening when I've been up since yeah. half four um I'm, I'm I'm sleep deprived um I'm not giving you the best service possible my morning clients were fine and I and I was starting to resent it and um those people who trained with me in the evenings guess what oh well I, I can do a lunchtime if you want you know it's only twice a week like my manager probably won't mind um I know a lot of people in the office that do the same fabulous uh yeah you know people don't ask and people yeah. don't go against the grain to just go that little bit further I always say to my clients like I've said on the podcast before ask your manager yeah ask if they say no fine but you yeah. never know what if they say oh um uh oh you just put it in your diary that you've got like a PT or a physio or something um and we'll just we just won't book in any meetings with you at that point yeah. and people yeah. are like you know you can you can do this. There's so much negotiating. If you're doing a good job at work, um, your management is not an asshole. Um, you know, people understand. People want you to be healthy. Since COVID, there's a big thing on on health and activity and well-being and looking after yourself. Like, 
I can't imagine you going up to your manager and just going, oh, on a Friday, do you mind if I take a little bit longer for lunch because I've got a, a personal training session? Uh, no. Yeah, it says, yeah. I can't see it happening. So it is about looking at the situation you're in and asking yourself true, like properly, like not like wishy-washy, like, can I do something about this? If you literally can't, then I don't know. Then I, yeah. unfortunately you kind of have, have to do it, but sometimes you've got to make a sacrifice and yeah and even as a smaller sacrifice as like encouraging people to get out of bed to do a workout in the morning like in the beginning like I often uh, any of my clients listening to, to this I'll be like oh that's what she did because I always try to bargain with them in the beginning I go just give me one morning workout this week and the rest you can do in the evening or whenever you want to and they're like okay and then all of a sudden I like lure them in with the feeling of how good it was to get it done first thing in the morning but the thought of oh god I've got to get up and I, I reinforce it so much to like my clients now who are like new as well I'm like get it under your belt now that you can get up in the morning while it's light because you trying to do this in winter is going to be so much harder like if you get into the routine and the habit now then it's going to like make a make a big change but yeah, I think I think you are right. Like I, I was exactly the same when I was working uh, my old marketing job. I was setting up self. I was like doing clients before work, commuting, working seven hours, commuting back, doing clients after work. And then when COVID hit, that changed everything. And I was actually like, oh my God, I was literally running myself into the ground. Like I was trying to like do so much all, all at once that it just gave me like that, that chance to go up like this this ain't working like I can't continue to do that and if there are areas in your life at the moment that aren't working you need to get yourself in the right headspace to go I am in control of changing something even if it is like Sasha says asking the questions to people like maybe maybe who govern your day like your boss or maybe asking you like your mum to look after the kids for that extra hour after work while you can nip to the gym once a week or whatever it might be why don't we do that? Hmm. I don't, I think as well as women, we're pretty rubbish at asking for help. Yeah, yeah, we are. And and you know what? It can make um, everyone's life so much easier. Like I spoke to a client the other day who was struggling because she got back from work late and she um, felt like between her getting home and going to bed, she had so much to do. And she was training in the morning, which I eventually got her to enjoy. And that now we're working on the evening and it's like, she's like, oh, I get home and I've got so much to do. And then I have to go to bed. But I feel like I have no time. <laughs> Obviously she trains, but that's a new thing for her. So it's not her flow just yet. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't have, I, I haven't got time to like do anything that that's for me and that I can just like relax. And, I'll, and so that's what we're working on at the moment. Um, and I like to call it like um, your flow and what, what you like to do. For example, mine is, is, is to write. So if I want to just kind of relax and just me time mm -hmm. doing what I want, I'll write something um, or just, I don't know, read something or, or listen to music or whatever. Um, but to be able to do that, we have to obviously sort something out because at the moment it's just because she's got too much to do. So I said to her, her partner works from home. Can you ask so-and-so? To maybe help you out with um, the cooking or the putting the washing away or um, walk the dog or something like that so that when you get home those things are done mm. um, 
even if it's twice a week on the days where you're up early and she was like oh yeah but um I'm not sure if um he'll uh want to do it and I was like well have you asked him oh do you want to do it that's another question like we don't always want to do this I don't always want to fold my washing up I don't always want to and that's the thing it's inevitable everyone's got to put the washing away everyone's got to make dinner so it's like well you're doing it now but you also work an office job and you're out all day uh, he's very busy. I respect that. But he also works from home. Is there any way that he can put a one pot on um, of something to eat at four o'clock so it's ready for when you get home? Something dead simple. Um, and then he could maybe put the washing away um, and sort that out. And so when you're home, he's got more time because he's sorting that stuff when you're not there. And then you have more time together. And then, um, and some people, like I said to you before, like I love it when people have like a little hobby that's really random. And it's like, mm. and you have time to do that. And then suddenly your evening is, is your relaxing time. And we should yeah. have a good amount of time to relax, like eight hours work, eight hours sleep, eight hours play. That blows people's minds. They're like, what? That doesn't work. Mm. I'm like, no, it does. What's eight times three? 24, 24 hours. Eight work, yeah. eight sleep. And then you've got eight hours where really you're kind of doing whatever you want yeah I think eight hours to to do so much at the end of the day is is like when you when you say that to people I think they're shocked at by how how much that is and yes that's not taken into, into account if you've got a family you've got other people to look after you've got different bits to do but like there is wiggle room in your day and um I think there's um the the Eisenhower matrix where he talks about the things that are urgent not important that type of thing and on that he like there's so many things that if you actually looked at your day when you're saying I haven't got time to exercise when you're saying oh I'm so overwhelmed I don't got time to do this it's like okay but could you spend less time watching Netflix or could you spend less time scrolling Instagram could you spend less time like just like I don't know playing candy crush or whatever it is you do as a hobby it's like can you cut those things out well yeah I could so then you could gain some time back yeah. what also I think is really important for a lot of people is getting super organized because like even just having a bit of a structure to your day and knowing okay I'm going to exercise Monday Wednesday Friday you're already t- taking the legwork out of getting to Thursday and you're thinking oh crap Sasha Jess has programmed me this workout and I even looked at like when I'm supposed to do it or you've not even given yourself that headspace to think about it like I always say to people like organize your health and fitness in the same way you would as if it was an appointment that was important to you like a dentist appointment or a hair appointment you won't miss it so show up for yourself in the same same way like that is super important but um I know we mentioned before about self-care didn't we Sasha and we think that self-care is is obviously a bit of a buzzword at the moment yeah. um I'm sure if you go on Instagram there'll be like millions of tags for self-care but I, I and obviously the irony of my brand being called self but and it is one of the values of self but for me self-care isn't bubble baths face masks it can be if you want it to be mm-hmm. but it is actually like looking at after yourself on an intrinsic level and that includes like the way that you think about yourself the yeah way that you approach your health and fitness in looking after your body uh what the, the food and the nutrition that you put into your body as well like from everything that's good for your soul to good to good for your health like everything along that line what's your thoughts on like <clears throat> self-care and I guess 
the the hype around it at the moment self-care um it's very individual i'd say it's one of the most individual stuff because what like you said bubble baths and whatever Uh, i know people that that is their self-care and that's totally fair enough and mine isn't um don't know yours is like i said to you i like all that stuff but if i oh what's my self-care walk same literally people literally like i don't hear the end of it at work honestly because i'm such a wanderer um <laughs> but it's like my commute um it means it it means a lot to me and when i don't do it i feel a bit off i feel like off center um so like even if it's raining like I'll put a raincoat on <laughs> um, yeah. and I literally walk up my road every day and I go I get a coffee and then I put music on or a podcast or whatever it's usually music because uh, I just I don't know I, I like listening to music early in the morning and I do that half an hour walk and that is myself that is like every day I let my thoughts wander um, I usually come up with ideas during that time as well and it's like in the same on the way home um mm-hmm. the exact same and I do it every single day and at the weekend um even though I obviously I, I don't go to work I do the same thing and I'll walk somewhere and I'll die on this hill um but if you are listening to this and you are not currently using uh, the very simple uh thing of putting one foot in front of the other over and over again for a while then you are literally missing out on the most underrated um form of exercise and self-care and that you could possibly do and I know I said it's individual um but I don't know anyone who hasn't benefited benefited from it Um, yeah so that is mine so what what, so your self-care is I'm guessing it's a little bit of walking too yeah, I love walking. I, I struggle to sit still. I've never been good at like just chilling. Like even, I'm just a bit rubbish at doing the whole like face mask. Like every now and again, I do like a really nice bath, but I have to be really in the mood for it. Like I'm much more like a, I'll just have a shower because it's more efficient type of person. But um, I do, yeah, walking, walking's probably my jam. Like I, I do, I love doing that. And also like, I know this is again, probably why like, obviously I do the job that I do, but exercise really does like is my form of self-care as well it's like part of my day where I'm not on for anybody else but myself I'm very aware of what my body is doing I'm very aware of my breathing I'm very aware of how I feel and I absolutely love that because for me that's like a form of meditation where you're like super aware of your body and I think the way I view exercise is the way I hear people talk about yoga and I've tried yoga and I can't I'm sure maybe one day um, but for me, it's very much one of those things where like, if I'm sore or I'm, I'm tired, I'll maybe do an odd yoga session here or there, like something that I'll just find online. But it's never something that I've practiced religiously. And the way that people talk about yoga is probably the same way that I feel about exercise. Like I love just like having that moment to be totally aware of what I'm doing. Um, normally with some gangster rap on in the background or something, but absolutely <laughs> fine. Um, yeah. It's, 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 it's weird isn't it because self like and it does look different for everybody I absolutely love like uh, reading books but like again sometimes that's not a, a regular part of my day because sometimes like every day is different um but <clears throat> when it comes to like your mindset and having a healthy approach to your health and fitness self-care definitely falls within that 
whatever that may look like to you. Yeah, for sure. And um, and I think it's really important as well to like be okay with the fact that okay, exercise is mine, it's yours. It doesn't have to be doesn't have to be part of your self care. It could be something that you you don't necessarily enjoy, but you you'd feel better when you do it. And and I like for all my clients to have a part of their day whether it's for them. Um, I have a client that comes in every Tuesday, Thursday and uh, does a session and has done since like 2016 or something. And um, he's, he's always elsewhere. And because I've known him for so long, I'm like, and I've taken his phone away from him before and put it in, in, in put it in a locker and be like, no, this is literally, he's got such a busy job um, he's probably one of the busiest men I know and I'm like that's going in there because you're not answering these calls now you're just looking because obviously he doesn't answer it when I'm there and he's not reading the text he's just he's look, looking who's texting and I'm like there's nothing you can do about it now it's yeah. going in there and you know what every I think every session for the last five years I've got a message from him afterwards saying top session slash thank you I needed that and it's like that self-care for him, it's being present for 45 to minutes to an hour and just doing something that's good for him that just makes his day that little bit better. And yeah, it's not his favorite thing to do in the world. He's not like, he won't train without me. He's like, he knows that he needs someone there to give him that push. So it's not something that he would do for himself. It is something that he always appreciates once he's already done it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I think as well like when it comes to um, switching off from everything and the distractions around you like there's so much going on isn't there that it's really easy to like constantly feel like you could be doing something else like I'm a bit of a bugger for like trying to put my phone in an awkward place like when I'm training because otherwise in between sets I will I would train in my own little studio on my own so it's not like I'm in the gym distracted by other people it's like uh, my biggest distraction is my ability to keep going on my phone so I'm like right just put it away somewhere just like walk around in between in sets get your steps up whatever it might be so um when um I guess like one of the things that I wanted to talk about as well is like most people really struggle when it comes to their goals their mindset things like that is to think about that future self that we spoke about earlier yeah do you think as well like what do you think would be a good way to help install motivation? Because people always talk about motivation. What would be a good way to install motivation into people to help them get closer to that future person that they want to become? Ooh. Who is that future person? It's like, what is that future person? What does their day look like? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, what sometimes I say to people, what does your day look like now and what do you want it to look like? And often it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, and I think we we do undervalue what we do have and overvalue what we don't have um a lot. And I think that but there is something in it, you're right. It's like, okay, future self, is what you're doing now gonna benefit your future self? No. Okay, that's fine. Um, but if you are reaching out to a coach or taking some time to understand that you do want to change, that has to change. Mm. It's like spending. It's the same with fitness. It's the same as spending money. Like, 
it's like okay I want this but it's like okay so why are you spending all that money on that when it means nothing to you okay so why are you eating all that shit when you want to lose weight why are you skipping workouts when you want to get stronger why are you doing this it's like sometimes you just have to be brutally honest brutally honest with us I do it oh my god I do it all the time to me I I say to myself all the time like Dash pull your pull your effing finger out yeah I want to do this so bloody do it um and I can happily say now that I think that trajectory like my fitness and health trajectory such a hard word to say um trajectory is is going (laughs) but only because I've been really hard on myself and um sometimes like we we've said before it's like can you do you have the ability to call yourself out on your own bullshit Mm -hmm. and okay we blame blame other people for things we blame work we blame this we blame that okay it's like yeah sometimes it is that sometimes it is but a lot of the time it's not yeah yeah that that is so it's so true like for example like I think we had the discussion the other day about it where people are saying like oh yeah my health um, is really important to me but I can't afford a coach or I my health is really important to me but I'm just too busy or whatever at the moment and it's like well are you going out at the weekend and are you buying a round of drinks for you and your friends yeah well then you can afford a coach (laughs) so yeah like it's like all these things like okay are you really busy are you busy enough where you can um go and spend an hour on Instagram every night well no I do do that okay cool then you're not you're not busy like we can we can work around that so I think what we're all really poor at is that and I I think like if you try and imagine yourself as yourself in 10 years time not many of us can do it I think we're all quite poor or 20 years time even harder like it's really hard to get that in your head so rather than trying to think about the long game and and oh that's the the person I want to be try and think about the person you want to be six months three months two weeks from now because that's actually like breaking it down so it's smaller, more manageable. The same as what I said earlier, going for a run around the block for one minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, like believe in your ability to reach those smaller goals. And all of a sudden you'll look back in a couple of years and you'll go, holy hell, look how far I've come. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, sure. And sometimes I think for me, I don't know if this is, is, a, is a well-known technique, but go there. The place where you don't want to go, fucking go there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have a big thing at like sleep for me is so important because when I know I don't get it I am a different person and everything oh, yeah. and it's like or like drinking alcohol for some reason obviously I like a drink uh, most of us do but taking it that one step too far and every time I do that which is rarely to be honest um but I didn't for example on Friday night I didn't sleep well at all and that horrible night of sleep and how I felt on the Saturday was enough that I didn't drink anything on the Saturday I didn't drink anything on the Sunday and I don't plan on drinking anything this weekend sometimes if I have clients that are like oh my diet's fallen off a little bit I'm just like okay I want them to go there I want them to have the takeaways and the shit food and then I 100% guarantee I will get a message I feel like shit yeah well you know why yeah. You know why? So sometimes, like, oh yeah, don't. Oh, I'm gonna, I wanted to have a five guys tonight, and I'm not going to be like, oh no, don't. You're not. They're not a child. It's like, yeah. okay, and that's fine. By the way, if you want, I have one. I love it. But yeah. 
that's Friday. Okay, it was Saturday. Oh, and then we had a full English. Oh, and then we went out and I drank two bottles of wine and then we had Domino's. And then on Sunday, I was so hungover. Um, so we ordered whatever. You feel like shit. Mm-hmm. You've been there. Do you want to feel like that? No, oh my God, it's awful. Okay, well, don't do it then. Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. Like I even like two, three weekends ago, I had, um, I can't remember where I was, but I ended up drinking like two nights in a row. And I said to Matt, I was like, oh my God, I felt so shocking. My sleep was so poor, I was so run down. So I was like, I've got so much coming on, like most of us have. Over the next few weekends, I've got weddings and everything left, right and centre. But like I'm making that promise to myself where I'm like, I will drink on those occasions, yeah. but within my reach, like even Sunday I had a few drinks, but what I drank was I took my own drink so that I was in control of what I was drinking. I took them in those small, like little can, the measurable, like it was like the... Um, it's like them al- alcohol infused sparkling water so I was like I'm not even going to be dehydrated because it's water yeah. hey, like exactly and like being being like aware of okay cool it's not all about calories but they're like 90 calories a can so actually I can have a few of those whereas normally that would be double for a glass of wine or a Prosecco or whatever and just using like again thinking about your future self what will your future self be grateful for well actually on Monday minus the fact that I've lost my voice I was grateful for the fact that I wasn't hungover because I'd chose my drinks. Yeah, I think that's a realisation we, we get in our 30s. Um, not, uh, how can I say this? Not being hungover is so much better than being drunk. Yeah, it's not even, it's doesn't, not even comparable, is it? No, it's, it's actually insane. It's like, go, that's like, like going back to the thing, it's like, go there. Okay, oh, I really don't feel like training. Don't then. Oh, um, don't then. You have to. I'm here to help you, but I'm not going to make anyone do what they don't want to do. Don't, don't, don't train. Yeah, okay. I think I'm a bit of a bit of a rest for the week. Okay, fine. Um, oh, uh, I'm not tired at the minute. Uh, I've been going to sleep really late. Okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Lo and behold, two weeks later. Oh, <laughs> I feel like shit. I feel sluggish. I feel like I've gained weight. Blah blah. blah. And I'm like. Okay, so do you want to feel like that for, for for the next year? No, oh my God, anything but that. Okay, so fucking get your ass in the gym then. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's experiment, isn't it? I think pe- yeah. people as well are like worried about, oh God, like if I, well, what if I do have that takeaway? And it's like, treat it like an experiment. How do you feel before? How do you feel during? How do you feel afterwards? Shit. Come back to me the conclusions. Yeah, <laughs> you can, and you can, you can tell me all the things like, yeah, and what one of the things I love about when you're training people and they're like oh my god like I had a takeaway at the weekend and it made me feel rubbish I don't think I'll do that again I think I'll maybe just make my own pizza next time cool that's great or like whatever like those little wins that people get like um when you write about the walking thing earlier like when clients say to me do you know what like walking is one of my favorite things now amazing (laughs) like it's like I love it I love that I love it when you that you know what that's probably one of my favorite things about a job I was with um I was with a client yesterday, one of, one of my dear friends, and um, I've been training her for, for a very long time. We've been, it's been a whirlwind. Um, and she said to me yesterday, and I was smiling, and she was like looking at me like, why are you smiling? I was like, because I know what you're going to say, and it makes me really happy. And she was like, I got rid of all the clothes. She was kind of attached to like her clothes that were just a little bit too tight, but she loved them, but she's a little heavier now. It doesn't matter. She's, she's beautiful. And um she was like, I just got rid of them. And now everything in my wardrobe, I feel really good in and it fits me. And um, 
I've got a new partner now and we're, we're really happy together. And one of our favorite things to do together is have nice food, not like junk, but like have a little bit more nice food than maybe I would have had before when I was single. Mm. Um, and I was like, right. And she was like, and now, yeah, okay. I've got a little bit more, you know, but a few inches large around, around my waist, but like, um, it, it kind of doesn't really matter. Does it? And I was like, no, it fucking doesn't matter at all. And, um, she was like, obviously, I'm at the gym. I, I was at the gym yesterday. I was at the gym a few days ago. I'm at the gym like enough times. Uh, I walk everywhere. I eat really well, but I just eat a little bit more than I used to because it's something that we enjoy together and my clothes fit. So what's what's the issue really? I was like, there isn't an issue. You yeah. created this issue. Yeah. You always thought she'd ask me to measure her waist all the time. And I'd be like, I'm not doing it. I did it last week. I'm not doing it this week. <laughs> next week, I'm not doing it. You can do it yourself by all means, but I am not advocating this kind of behavior. <laughs> and now, and that to me, it was like, I fucking love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, that is the mindset. And that, and we, we can wrap this up. And it's like, sometimes it takes four years it took four years to get her to say that. Mm -hmm. And before, I, I honestly, I couldn't imagine her saying that before. I, I would have been like, what? That's not like you. And now it's like, yeah. And it took all that time to finally get to a position where she's training and eating. And it's just because it's what she does and it's not to look a certain way. And I'm like, ah. <sighs> that's like the satisfaction as a coach like when it, the penny drops honestly that penny dropping yesterday and it, she was my last session for the day and I just went home and I was just like those are the little moments for me and it's like it makes me believe in my coaching style you know mm -hmm. and and not like too many numbers and and too much focus on this and too much focus on that it's just like constant conversation over a certain amount of time will usually end end in that yeah and and that's how long your, your mind is such a big thing and that's how long it takes to to not fix but adjust sometimes you know yeah and it is it's such a and I hate I wish there was another word for it but it is such a journey it really is isn't it? I wish there was a, I wish there was a better word than journey but it really is like it's it takes so it varies for different people. And this is why, like, when people say, oh, like, how long will it take to me for, to get to X, Y, or Z? And it's like, often what they think they want is not what they need or what they want in the end. It totally changes over time. So, for example, maybe someone says, I want to be a size eight and they're a size 12. And then they start training and then they realize that actually it's not about being a size eight that they were when they're 18 and now they're 32 and it's like irrelevant. Yeah. And also their body's changed a lot and they, their body shape has changed so much and their mind has changed so much and actually their approach to lifestyle and what's worth what's worth it what's it's worth having that ice cream on the beach with the kids rather than when they were younger and they didn't hardly eat because all they did was just like drink and dance all night like to, by the way as well like how how much little credit did we give like nights out at uni because right. we have apple watches at uni so like how many steps you would do on nights out um Exactly. But like those, those types of things. And it's like that person in the beginning might think, oh, I want to be a size X. So start them training, start them having a better relationship with themselves, their mind, their body. And all of a sudden, like 
they get to the place where Sasha's clients at where they're like, hold on a second. Do you know what? This is actually what makes my life worth living. I feel good. I'm performing well and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Winning. And it was just after she did some deadlifts, some dumbbell deadlifts. And she's very petite. Um, and she had 20 kilos in each hand and she was repping them out like there was nothing. And I was just like, this is so good. <laughs> I was literally like, this is so good. And I was like, yes, they look sick. Um, God, they look so much better than they did last year. Um, she's using straps. She's killing it. She's a little heavier. Yeah, but but also just, I, I'm just aware of time. But um, isn't it mad that she is heavier than she was? She's lighter than she was when she started with me, but heavier than she was at her like, what we would call her you know when she lost the most amount of weight and a lot of people would see that as not success that she's not she's heavier and that's how the whole we could go into a a wormhole on this but how people view coaching and fitness as just as a medium to lose weight and it's like oh my god that is one percent of it that's the are we still here that that's all you hire a coach for exactly but anyway yeah Good. Good. I, that was so much to talk about. I feel like one. we could have long, a long one as well. I feel like, yeah, that's, that's probably in need of a part two. Um, mm. But yeah, that was yeah. Right, guys. Um, Thanks so much for joining us, as always. Was that episode six? Mm-hmm. Wow. That was yeah. episode six. Um, join us next week for episode seven, uh, Mindset Part Two. Um Jess, you'd probably be better at this than me, but you could all, uh, we could both, to be honest, but you'd just probably better at it than me. Mm-hmm. Maybe put something on Insta. Um, is, is there anything that people would like us to cover or something, you know? Yeah. Is, is there something that we might have not thought of? Yeah, we'll do a little Q&A if you've got any suggestions. Um, and the, yeah, absolutely loving the fact that everyone's tuning in and stuff. So if you're enjoying it, please forward onto your pals tag us on your stories it really does mean a lot and we massively appreciate it right guys thanks for tuning in and we shall um see you all next week thanks guys see you later